You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Through Christ, we are more than conquerors. Discover faith that conquers in week three of Dare to Believe. We are really excited sa ating pong series. Kaya ako po, since uh, that time it has started, talagang ako mismo ho, as I study the Word of God, marami po akong naintindihan, marami po akong uh, revelation na tinatanggap mula sa Painon. And I'm sure... Some of you or many of you are also uh, doing the same thing and enjoying the same thing about our message, okay? Nung nakaraan pong mga linggo, pinag-usapan po natin yung una, yung buhay ni Jehoshaphat. Kung paano siya nagpuri sa Panginoon sa gitna ng labanan and what an audacious faith that is, okay? Pangalawa po ay si Joshua, say Joshua. Okay, uh, napag-aralan natin yung kanyang buhay at nakita natin yung deklarasyon niya kahit na araw at kahit na buwan ay ginawa niyang utusan, it's because compelled by the faith that's in his heart. At nakita ko natin how God really moved in his life and how they conquered their enemy and how they they won the battle. Ngayon pong oras na ito, pag-aaralan natin is about the life of Caleb. Si Caleb po ay hindi kasing popular ni Joshua. Okay? Most of the time, we can easily recall the name of Joshua when we talk about promised land. Moses and Joshua, Joshua, Moses... But Caleb are na somehow not being mentioned that frequently. But today we are going to focus our camera on him and we are going to study the Word of God and what God is saying about the life of Caleb. And through his life, we'll be able to observe the faith to conquer in him and how he was able to conquer his own promised land from the Lord as the Lord promised. Are you excited? Kayo po ba'y tumatanggap ng mga pangako mula sa Panginoon? If you have God's promise, this topic would surely minister to you. Ang title po ng ating pag-aaralan ngayon is Faith to Conquer. Shall we all stand up right now? Joshua chapter 14 verses 6. Then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, in Kadesh Barnea concerning you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out on the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden, shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as He did this 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. I am still as strong today as in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is my strength was then for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. Then Joshua blessed him and he gave Hebron to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Shall we all bow our head? Salamat, Panginoon, sa iyong kabutihan. 
Give us the strength that we need today. Give us the understanding so we can know you more and that our faith would grow. Salamat aming Diyos. Napakadakila mo sa aming buhay sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Alam po natin na si Joshua ang sumunod kay Moses. Tama ho ba? Okay. Dudugtungan ko lang yung message natin para makita niyo yung continuity. Okay? Si Joshua na yung pumalit kay Moses. Napasok nila ang Kainaan. Bumagsak yung walls of Jericho and they were able to enter the promised land. Pero hindi puro nagtatapos. Marami pa silang lupain na i-co-conquer. Okay? At bahagi ho ng mga lupa na i-co-conquer nila yung tinatawag na Hebron. Now, ang Hebron po ay ipinangako ng Panginoon sa pamamagitan ni Moses kay Caleb. At hindi ito nalilimutan ni Caleb dahil si Caleb ay isa doon sa 12 spies okay, na sinugo ng Panginoon para makita kung ano ang kaganapan doon sa Kainaan. Okay? So, iba't iba yung reports na nangyari doon. But allow me just to focus on Hebron. Dahil yung Hebron is a place of inheritance, ito po yung inheritance ni Caleb. Ito yung sinabi ni Moses sa kanya. Now, let's see the background in context of Hebron. Hebron is a significant city because of the following reasons. It's hard to conquer because it is located 3,000 feet above sea level, just like Jerusalem. So, what is the essence of that? 3,000 feet above sea level. Ibig sabihin, hindi ganun kadali i-conquer yun. Dahil ang co-conquer manggagaling sa baba. Okay? At nasa taas, yung kanilang i-co-conquer. So, that would be so difficult to conquer. Second, it was the place where Abraham built an altar, my historical value. It was a place where Abraham built an altar to God and where God established His covenant with Abraham. Thus, Hebron means fellowship. An older name for Hebron is Kiryat Arba, which means the land of the five giants. Say five giants. It will not be called land of the five giants if people there are small. Right? Kung puro unano yung mga nando doon, ay hindi natatawag yung land of the five giants. So just by its name, you can already realize how frightening it is to conquer that place. And yet, that was exactly the place that God promised through Moses to Caleb. Now, kung titignan po natin, pag-aaralan natin yung buong ito dahil ang pinag-aaralan natin is a faith to conquer, ito pong tatlong itong bagay na ito ang obserbahan po natin. And how Caleb, look at what the Lord has done, and how he looked at what the Lord is doing at that particular moment. Look at what the Lord will do. And I would like to shift on you. Tignan po natin ito. Isipin natin tayo si Caleb. Okay? Sabihin niyo ako si Caleb. Yeah, so kunwari ikaw si Caleb. Okay? Ito kasi yung ginawa ni Caleb. Eh. Tinignan niya yung ginawa ng Panginoon sa nakalipas. So dapat matuto tayong tignan ano ba yung titignan natin sa nakalipas. Okay? Look at what the Lord is doing. Ano ba yung ginagawa sa'yo ng Panginoon ngayon? What God is doing in your life today. And third, look at what the Lord will do. Ano ba yung nakikita mo sa hinaharap? So, yan po yung ating pag-aaralan. So, una, look at what the Lord has done. Ano ba yung ginawa ng Panginoon sa buhay ni Caleb? Now, before we find that out, Punta muna tayo rin sa current situation niya. Pinapaalala niya kay Joshua, dahil si Joshua na yung leader, okay? Pinapaalala niya yung pangako ng Panginoon. Ang sabi rin, then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephon, the Kenesites, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, in Kadesh Barnea concerning you and me. Caleb was just merely reminding 
Joshua of the promise of the Lord given to him through Moses. So, aalamin natin ngayon sa nakalipas, ano kaya yung pinangako? Paano ba ito sinabi? Ano ba yung mga nangyari? Bakit ipinangako yun sa kanya? Now, sabi rin ng verse 7, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land and brought him word again as it was in my heart. So, dito po sinasabi, 40 years old siya nun. Okay? Sinend sila, sabi rin, from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. Yun yung kainaan. Bakit kinakailangan magpadala ng spies? Labindalawa silang spies na pinadala, tinignan nila, iniska nila yung lugar kung sino-sino mga nakatirarun. Kung totoo ba talaga na masagana yung lupain na yun? Yung labindalawang spies, they saw all the same thing. Iisa lang yung nakita nila. Okay? But their perspective, I should say, their, their faith perspective were all different. Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. Their faith perspective is much, much higher than the ten spies. Okay, now, tignan po natin. Pupunta tayo back in time. Somewhere in time. Okay, mag-journey tayo sa panahon. Babalik tayo sa nakalipas. Ano ba yung nangyari noon? Sa Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 to 31. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are all well able to overcome it. They were able to see the same thing. They were able to see the giants. They were all able to see the good land. At ang sabi ni Caleb, okay, Kaya natin to. We are well able. Now, sabi naman sa verse 31, yung mga kasama naman, yung sampu. Then the man who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. Now, tanong ko po, sino sa kanila ang may pananampalataya? Sabi ni Caleb, We are well able. Sabi nung sampo, We are not able. Hindi natin kaya. Ang nakita nila, pare-pareho lang. Okay? hindi nakakita yung sampu ng mas malalaking gigante kaysa sa nakita ni Caleb. They also giants living into that place. And how strong they are. Now, dito po makikita natin, asabi na, we are not able, for they are stronger than we are. Alam mo, si Manny Pacquiao, at saka si Tyson, pagka naglaban, alam mong nomad si Pacquiao. Tama. Dahil si magiging si Tyson ay parang gigante sa paningin ni Manny Pacquiao. At higit sa lahat, mas marami yung mga giants na nandun kaysa sa bilang nila. But in the mind of Caleb, there must be something that he could see that others failed to see. He was able to see that the Lord is with them. And if the Lord is with us, who can be against us? You may be on the minority, but if the Lord is on your side, you are in the majority. Amen. Pagkasama mo ang Panginoon, no matter how difficult it is, even when you are facing a particular giant in your life, nothing is impossible with God. Therefore, you are in the majority. Amen. There's nothing too hard for God to do. He is the God of all flesh. Now, let's see. Let's continue in verse, in, uh, verse 32. So that He brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants. 
And all the people that we saw in it are of great height. Now, yung sampu, nagbigay ng bad report. Si Joshua at saka si Caleb lang nagbigay ng good report. Sino sa inyo ang naniniwalang yung sampung yun ay nakaapekto sa kanilang bayan? Yes. Ay nga lang sa pagdating ng gabi, pag madilim, kahit sampu kayo magkakasama, isa lang ang magsabi, naku, may multo rito. Ay, di ba yung nangangatakot na kayo? Nadadamay, samantalang yung siyang wala namang nakitang multo, isa lang nakakita ng multo, pero natatakot ng mag-isa sa loob ng kwarto. Ganun ho nakaka-apekto ang isang bad report. And that's exactly what the ten spies did. They sent a bad report, a wrong signal, wrong message to the people. Ang tinignan nila, yung kalakihan ng kanilang kalaban, ang tinignan nila, yung magiging potential na kamatayan nila, hindi nila nakita yung kalakihan ng Diyos at yung posibleng tagumpay na ibigay sa kanila ng Panginoon. Makikita natin dito, yung klase ng pananampalataya, meron si Caleb. His eyes, his vision. His vision was actually aligned to God's vision. Is your vision aligned to God's vision? Because if there is faith in our heart, it would manifest even on the way we see things. We would not be too negative. Magiging positibo ka sa iyong pananaw sa buhay. Because that would affect the way you see things. That would affect the way you confess things in your mouth. That would affect your confession, your declaration of things. Amen. Kung ikaw yung klase ng taong, naku, mahirap palang negosyo ngayon. Mahirap palang buhay ngayon. Huwag na lang kaya akong magnegosyo. Kasi malulugi ako. Pag nalulugi ako, mababaw na ako sa utang. Pag nabaw na ako sa utang, kukunin lahat yung properties ko. If that is the way you see things in the future, then that's what gonna happen to you. Sino sa inyo naniniwala yung sampung spice na yun hindi na nakapasok ng promised land? Katunayan, if you are to read the entire context of Numbers 13 and 14, sabi lang, bumalik na lang tayo, pumili na lang tayo ng leader. Balik na lang ulit tayo doon sa ating, sa Egypt. Mas mabuti pa sa Egypt. So they were thinking of going back to Egypt and it would even choosing a leader to lead them. It is not God's will for us to retreat and surrender it is God's will for us to move forward and take hold of God's victory. Balikan po natin ngayon dito sa may Joshua 14. Okay? But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. So kinukwento na sa kasalukuyan. Okay? At present na yun, kinukwento na ni Caleb yung nangyari doon sa numbers. Okay? Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. I wholly follow the Lord my God. Buong puso akong sumunod sa Panginoon. You know, isang bagay ho na napakalaga sa buhay natin at our faith is always inspired by our personal devotion with God. That we love God more than anyone else. We love God more than what we have. We love God even more than our loved ones. That we love God more than money. We love God more than anything else that you are willing to pursue God no matter what. And you're even to leave everything behind for the sake of God because you know when God is with you, you have everything. Amen. I wholly followed the Lord my God. He was looking what the Lord did. That's the way to look at the past. 
Don't look at the past and see all your bitterness and your miseries. Subukan niyo na ba yun? Pagka iniisip niyo lahat yung miseries niyo, paano kayo naragabyado, paano kayo napi, paano kayo siniraan, magiging negative ang pananaw mo sa buhay. Amen. That's not the way to look at the past. Don't even look at your past failures because that would affect the way you see the future. Kaya po yung mga taong may bitterness sa puso nila, ang kanilang kaisipan nakaprogram pa rin sa nakalipas. Inargabyado nila ako. Nangangailangan ako, iniwan nila ako, walang sumama sa akin. Instead of meditating the negative things of the past, isipin mo, ano ba yung ginawa ng Panginoon sa nakalipas? Si Caleb po was brought by God in a particular situation. And it was not an accident. God also brings us in a particular situation in our lives and we think, aksidente lang yun. Kala natin, it's just one of the experiences that we can have. But actually, God also brings us into a situation to teach us and to bring out the best in us. Do you agree? Sabi ng verse 9, Matapos mag-respond ni Caleb ng tama because he was somehow, yung tinatawag na test of faith. Okay? Faith is not faith unless it is being tested. So dahil sa tama pag-respond ni Caleb, he responded in faith and he encouraged the people instead of discouraging them. Sabi ng verse 9, And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely, the land on which your foot has trodden, meaning step upon, shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. That became the tipping point for Caleb to receive the promise of the Lord because he responded right. Ajan po ba kayo? Tama yung kanyang response. And the promise that Moses gave set Caleb for him to see the future. Tinamnan siya ng salita ng Diyos sa kanyang puso na sa takdang panahon, ang binhi ng salita ng Diyos ay uusbong, lalago hanggang sa makikita niya yung kaganapan nito. Amen. That's why you need to always hide God's promises in your heart because that's important. Alagaan nyo yun sa panalangin if you receive, for example, a prophetic word. No matter how long it is, just keep on praying for it. Why? Because there is that perfect time that God would set for you. Amen. Kaya si Moses, alam natin si Moses was a prophet of God. He spoke the word of blessing to him. Lahat ng tapakan ng iyong paa ay mapapasayo. And he was actually also particularly referring to Hebron. And Caleb was also desiring for it. Now, makikita natin dito, But my servant Caleb, because he has different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land into which he sent, and his descendants shall possess it. Sabi niyo, different spirit. May kakaibang spirit. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sige, tignan mo. Damahin mo. Anong spirit kaya meron yan? Kakaiba ba? Tumatayo ba ang balahibo mo pagka tinitignan mo siya? Natatangi si Caleb compared to the ten spies. He had a different spirit in him. Bakit anong klaseng spirito yun? Spirit that is in tune and aligned to God Himself. A kind of spirit that values the promises of God. A kind of spirit that sees Himself before the eyes of God. Hindi si Caleb nagyayabang 
nung sinabi niyang, I wholly follow the Lord, dahil kinukot lang niya yung bagay na sinabi ni Moses sa kanya because he responded differently among the rest. You know, God brings us into situation to bring out the best in us. Ilalagay kayo sa isang sitwasyon, titignan ni Lord kung paano ka magre-react, paano ka magre-respond sa dealing ng Panginoon. And if you pass that test, you will go to a higher level. Alam ko marami dito mga estudyante. Tapos pong kami ng mga estudyante. Hindi po yung mukhang estudyante. Talagang estudyante. Okay. Miro sa examination, meron tinatag na exam, right? At pagka ikaw ay nag-exam, pag pumasa ka, you go to a higher level. Kaya merong elementary, high school, college. Hindi ka pwede makatapos ng pag-aaral kung lahat ng examination mo puro failed ka. Malibang kung marami kang donasyon. Mahilig kang bumili ng tusino at mahilig kang sa teacher. Ano? Mahilig kang bumili ng ticket pagka may concert dahil may dadigdag na grade. Iba yon. We all undergo test examination to see whether you would qualify to the next level. God wants to have greater things from Him. But learn that your faith must also be tested. We are all going to a test. Whether you like it or not, sometimes God will not tell you, oh, I'm going to put you to test. The hardest test is when you are being put to test and you don't know. Why? Because what is important and necessary is what is in our heart. Dahil kung ano yung nasa puso mo, lalabas at lalabas lang yan. So he followed me fully. But my servant Caleb, because he has different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring him into the land into which he sent, and his descendants shall possess it. Look at what the Lord is doing. Ano yung sitwasyon niya ng mga pagkakataong kausap niya si Joshua? Sabi niya, end now. Sabi niyo, end now. Hindi niya sinabing, end now. The end is near. Wala siya sinabing ganun. Okay? Malapit akong mamatay. 85 years old na ako. And so I face the final curtain. Wala siya sinabing ganun. The Lord has kept me alive, just as He said. These 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke His word to Moses. While Israel walked in the wilderness, say, and now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. Ang laki ng kaiba ng 40, saka 85. Tama ho ba? Bo, tingnan nyo ako. Mukha ba akong 40? <laughs> okay. Iba ang lakas ng 40 years old. Iba yung lakas ng 85 years old. Tama. Ibang klase yung pananaw dito ni Caleb. Sabi niya, the Lord has kept me alive. Ano yung tinitignan ni Caleb ngayon? Nakikita niya siya ay may buhay pa. Siya ay buhay pa and God must have a purpose why he was still alive. There must be a reason why you are still alive. At wala pang cruise na nasa yung higaan. <laughs> Buhay pa ako, ang sabi ni Caleb. There must be a reason, there must be a purpose why even 45 years had passed and yet he was still alive. Ano sabi niya rito? And now, behold, I am this day, 85 years old. And in verse 11, I am still as strong as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is my strength was then for war and for going and coming. Buhay pa ako. Bagamat 85 years old na ako, 
nakita niya, malakas pa ako ngayon. There must be a reason why God has made me strong even today. Amen? There is a reason why you have that strength and you have that talent. There is a reason why you finished that course and you are still, that's, that, that, the things that you have learned still in your mind. There must be a reason why you are in that office. There must be a reason why God would like to promote you. God would always do things based on the purpose of His will. God will not do anything na pala chamba-chamba lang, just by chance. No, God will not do that. He is a purposeful God. And could you imagine, that's, that's what Caleb saw in him. I, I am still alive. I may be old, 85 years old, but I am still strong. Huwag niyong hanapin sa inyong sarili yung wala kayo. Pag inanat niyo yung wala kayo, puro pagsisisi at regret at bitterness ang mararanasan ninyo. At tingnan ninyo, ano ba yung bagay na meron kayo, hindi yung bagay na wala kayo. Minsan natin, hindi ako magtagumpay kasi wala akong ganito, wala akong ganyan. Kasi ganito, ganyan. We can make a lot of excuses. But don't look on things that you don't have. Focus on the things that you have today. Because out of what you have, whether that is small or big, God can make use of it to bring out the best in you. Amen? Come on. Kung papaano mo tinitignan ang iyong sarili sa harapan ng Diyos at sa harap ng mga tao, magiging ikaw yun. Kung tingin mo sa iyong sarili, talunan ka, magiging talunan ka. Pag iniisip mong ikaw ay makasalanan at patuloy kang magkakasala, magiging ikaw yun. Pag tinignan mo ang iyong sarili sa isang maling pananaw, didiktahan ito kung paano ka kikilos, paano ka mag-iisip at paano ka gagawa. Always look at yourself in the eyes of God. You are whom God says you are. And you have to declare it in your mouth who you are, really. Because God has given you your own identity and you don't have to struggle with that identity. God has given you that identity for a reason, for a purpose. You have that talents, you have that ability because God has a purpose. It doesn't matter what other people may say. The most important thing is what God is saying concerning you. God is a personal God and He deals with us and speaks to us individually. Amen. And I can sense right now, even right now, even as you are sitting down, the Lord is talking to you. God is speaking to you. And you can relate with the message that I am saying because you are looking at yourself right now in the light of God's word. Amen. Dito po sa Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30 to 31. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. They who wait upon the Lord. Yung mga nag-aantay, sabihin, patuloy na umaasa at nananampalataya ang pangako ng Panginoon ay mangyayari sa kanila. Yung mga taong ang iniisip ay yung maganda ang plano ng Diyos sa kanilang buhay at hindi sila napapagod ng malalangin na maging matapat sa Panginoon. Bibigyan sila ng Panginoon ng panibagong lakas. Maraming some of you would try to question me and ask, Pastor, yung 40 years old ba, ay eh masasabi natin kasi lakas ng 85 years old. Meron na po ba 85 years old? Granting na mas malakas siya ng 40 years old siya kasi nung 85 years old siya. Pero ang kanyang pananaw, malakas pa rin ako. Why? 
Sabi ng Psalm 73:26, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen! Come on! The spirit that's in his heart, he has that motivational strength to pursue what God has promised him. I will do it. Again. I will go to war again and conquer my promised land because that's what God has given me because the Lord is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen. Sabi rito sa Joshua chapter 14, verse 10 to 11, So now, ito yung kanyang tinitignan ngayon. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. My question is, are you still in faith? And are you still claiming what the Lord has promised in your life? Are you still claiming for a wonderful family, for a blessed family? Are you still believing for a godly husband? Are you still believing for a godly wife? Bakit marang malungkot yung mukha ng mga iba? Sabi niya, 85, 85 years old ka na naghahangad ka pang mag-asawa, baka, baka meron nga. <laughs> now, that last thing is, look at what the Lord will do. Verse 12, letter B, It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. As I said before, si Caleb, yung vision niya naka-align sa vision ni God. So he was using the lens of faith, the lens of God. Anong nakikita niya? Sabi niya, kasama ko ang Panginoon. Kayo ba nakikita ninyong kasama niyo ang Panginoon? And he was actually referring to what lies ahead. Kasama ko siya, at anong sabi niya, I will drive them out. Yung mga higante na nando doon sa Hebron, I shall drive them out as the Lord said. The Lord said so. And I am aligned in my faith. is aligned to what God said. I will drive them out. Pag kayo hubay nangangarap, nakikita nyo yung failure do sa pangarap nyo. Pag yun ang tinitigan ninyo, hindi na nga kayo magtatagumpay. Sa basketball ho, yung mga players, ang hangad nila ay makashoot. Ako rin naman ho, kahit papano natuto akong mag-basketball nung araw, bagamat tinatawanan ako, dahil late na ako ng matutong basketball. Nakukuha lang ako sa liga, dahil yung kapatid ko is most valuable player, package kami. Pag nadadampot ko yung bola, tinatakbo ko, hindi ko dinidribble eh. Kaya usually, pag mga 5 seconds na lang, doon ako pinapasok. And there was that time, yung team namin, wala nang pag-asa. Naglalaro na lang, tatapusin na lang yung elimination. Pinasok ko ako. <laughs> Kada susyot ako, laging nasa isipan ko, hindi susyot ito, kasi hindi ako magaling eh. Maniwala ko kayo, kahit ang lapit-lapit butas na ayaw pa sumyot. Bakit kasi binabago-bago siguro nila yung size ng ring? Basta naisip ko, hindi sumusyot. Kahit anong gawin kong shoot, hindi sumusyot. And I've learned na kapag ka sa isipan mo para susyot ka ng bola, nasa isipan mo, hindi sumusyot. Talagang mas malamang hindi sumyot yan kahit lapit butas na. Are you there? But yung sumunod na liga, nag-aral na ako mag-basketball. Medyo, gumal, nag-improve naman ho ako, gumaling ho ako. At nag-iba yung complexion ng game ko. Why? Dahil nasa isipan ko, kaya ko yan. Ayun nga akong pass break, manggagalit ko sa kabila, sasaluin ako. Takot na takot ako sumalo ng bola. Si baka mainin yung mga naisip ko, baka yung mga daliri ko mapilay. Kaya kada hagi sa akin ng bola, nawawala. Kasi sa takot ko. 
Paano yun ang nakaprogram sa isipan ko? Amen. But when I've learned to play basketball, pagkasusut ako kahit na maraming mga humaharang, hindi ko iniisip na mga obstacles sila. I'm going to overcome those obstacles and shoot the ball. At nakita ko malaki yung difference nung ikaw ay nag-iisip ng tama na mahihit mo yung goal kaysa yung sa ikaw ay hindi. You get my point? Same thing with life's goal. God would like us to align our mind into His mind na lahat ng gagawin natin, iisipin natin tayo ay magtatagumpay. And you picture that out in your mind. You have to see yourself succeeding. You have to see yourself doing good. You have to see yourself improving a lot because that's the way you program your mind. The Lord is going to honor your faith. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. <laughs> and what happened next? Sabiron, then Joshua blessed him and he gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenesite to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. You know, the good attitude that we see here in the life of Caleb was that, nung una, same rank lang sila ni Joshua. Hindi siya yung na-promote. Ang na-promote si Joshua, but he respected Joshua. And he allowed himself to be under Joshua's leadership. Pwede naman niyang i-conquer together with his men, kaya niyang i-conquer yung Hebron without the permission of Joshua. But he did not do that. He sought for the blessing of Joshua. Look at that kind of humility. It, it's another way of saying, I won't go to Hebron and conquer it without your spiritual covering, Joshua. I'd like to fight with your blessing. Natutunan yun ni Caleb sa panahon pa lang ni Moses. Hindi ako lulusob kung walang blessing mo. Hindi ako lulusob kung walang permiso mo. He respected Joshua's leadership. So look at the attitude. 45 years has passed. Kung tutuusin, kung sa atin siguro mangyari yun, hihinto ka na. Okay na yan? Okay na ako dito? Bakit ko pa kukunin yun? But he was thinking of his descendants. It was promised by the Lord. Yung pinanggalingan niyang nakalipas ko pa paano siyang tinuruan ng Diyos para makipaglaban. Yung kasalukuyang kahit 85 years old na siya, malakas pa siya. Nakita niya at nireconcile niya ang lahat ng yun. May plano pa ang Diyos sa buhay ko. Hindi pa tapos si Lord. Amen. Mga kapatid, buhay pa kayo. Hindi pa tapos si Lord sa inyo. God would still do greater things in your life. But we need to put faith into our heart. And we have to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind. The grace would always be available. Let us learn how to wait. Hebrews 6.12 says, So that you may not be sluggish, and, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promised land. Let us learn how to fight the good fight of faith. Sabi ng 1 Timothy 6.12, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. If the promise of God is not yet happening in your life, but you are believing for God's breakthrough, don't give up. Sabi niyo sa katabi niyo, don't give up. Breakthrough is realized when we have the faith to conquer all obstacles. Amen. You see, bago pa ako tumayo, inisip ko matatapos ko tong message. Natapos ko. Shall we all just bow down ahead? God is good. And God is good in your life. 
He loves you so much. He loves your family. He loves your calling. He loves your career. He loves you. And God is preparing something best for you. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Regardless of the obstacles that we see ahead of us, we are going to defy those obstacles. Because you are with us, we are going to drive out all of those obstacles. Jesus, enable us to look in the lens of faith, to confess based on your word, to take action based on your will and courage. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever it is that you are facing right now, you may be facing giants as well. It may be a financial giant. It may be a sickness giant. Relational giants. These are all obstacles. Don't be afraid of them. Conquer them. Because you are more than conqueror through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.